Red Evening without Rob. Remember to smash the like button, subscribe if you haven't, and share this with anyone who you think needs to hear this message. Support the channel, become a member. Done. That's the intro. Sup, Bull Rush? <laughs> What's up, man? I'm, I'm getting a little hungover from last night. From last night? How long have you been drinking, man? This was a full bottle last night. Oh, I know that stuff. Yeah, it's Maker's Mark uh, 46 bourbon. Yeah, it's pretty I, nice. That's the first time I ever had it. I, I absolutely love it. Hmm. It's not your typical scotch. It's more of a... Um... No, it's it's a Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. It's, it's Wait, 46 is to Kentucky bourbon? Really? Yeah, well, all of Maker Maker's Mark is bourbon. This is just their 46. It's like their... their uh, profile because it's, it's a it's, it's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey barrel, oh, barrel no, with uh with with ten French oak staves. That's the oh. the planks in a barrel. It's that's what a stave is. Okay, now I was confused with something else with liquor forty six. You know that? No, I've never heard of that. It's uh, a Spanish trinket. Spanish oh, drink. So much out there. It's uh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Oh, look who... There he is. Who's Hey, Cheers, guys. He's Ooh. got the mug. Link in the description. Should I go get my Aaron Clary mug? The the baby the baby. Yeah, mug? yeah get it. it. I go get it. I go get it. Hold on. Go get it. I go get it. How was Sorry, your high Uh It was pretty challenging at the end. Really? We hiked... Uh, 16 miles, which is, I don't know, like 22 kilometers. Oh, that's pretty long. Yeah, let's see, miles to, uh, I know I'm an engineer, but I'm lazy, hold on. Uh, 16 miles, yeah, 25, almost 26 kilometers. Oh, that's neat. Round trip. Um, no, it was great. Um, I was doing fine up until the end. Um, mm -hmm. I was, I, I started cramping up a little bit, you know, the legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm a little out of shape. I've been working my ass off and I haven't worked out in, in like two months now, man. What? Two months? That sounds like my diet right now. Like two months of grueling off the, off yeah, the I just, I just went back to the gym, man. It's fucking wow. Cause I, I, I'm using a, a, I follow Drew Bays. Oh, nice. Uh, <clears throat> it's, oh, he's, it's brutal. It's great. It's brutal. And, uh, yeah. I don't even think it. I mean, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want him to see me do a workout because I'll probably fucking up somewhere. Because it, hmm. Drew, Drew's a Drew's a perfectionist, man. Oh, he which is, is which is good. But I can just hear him back in my head. He's like, "No, you're doing that wrong." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting back to it in, on uh, Sunday. And uh, uh, yeah, a couple of days from now. Oh, oh, there it is, Corona. Oh. That's a collector. Uh, that's a collector's item, isn't it? Is it? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think you can get it anymore. Really? Uh, the mug was banned. Uh, yeah, it was banned because it's too sexy. I like the art on it. That's why I got it. Because of course, yeah. Who doesn't like an Asian chick with big boobs? Hell yeah. I mean, my, my Taiwanese ex. I like the thigh highs. Red. Just like red fishnets. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, I mean, <clears throat> but part of the reason why I wasn't working out is because I had three jobs. Uh, yeah, there's just no time to do much else. Are you done with school? And now I am. So I, yeah, now I'm working just one job and going to school. Yeah. And plus, yeah, I, I had a mess here. Uh, this is the room where I used to uh, stay with my, my ex used to live with me. Uh, we broke up. She moved out, and then I took over the room, and I made it my 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 gym slash um, office. So that's why you don't see the the "Don't Tread on Me" flag in, in the corner because this is actually not the same room. This is a different room now. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's awkward. was that awkward at all? Like y'all were broken up, you're still living together. That's weird. Uh, it w yeah. I mean, it was, but she she moved out already, so it's it's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Well. Um, I am so happy I never cohabitated. I'm not doing it again ever. I, I can't do it anymore, man. I'm just like I was talking to Rob about this in DMs here mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. I'm like, dude, I I don't know if it's because how old I am or it's just because I've I've been on my own too long. How old are you? 
I'm 38. Oh, okay, okay. So a couple yeah, of years I, younger than me. I can't, I can't, just, I can't live with people anymore, especially a goddamn woman. I love them, yeah. but I mean, I just can't fucking live with them. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, even when I was in uh, the relationship, the relationship with my ex was good. I, I always told her, "You're the last woman I'm living with. If yeah. we break up." You're the last time living with you. Know, that's oh man, I yeah. never live with a woman because I just never wanted to. Like if you're if you're able to like feed yourself and clean up mm-hmm. after yourself, I mean I, I wouldn't do it, man, because they're, they're yeah. kind of a headache. Oh man, like leaving the lights on is a big one as well. Yeah, I mean they they keep doing that. They leave the room and they go wherever, and then you go into that room, lights everything on. You just look at her like, why are these lights on? Stop doing that. The small things. Small things. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Here we go. Some tea whiskey, nice. Irish, Irish whiskey. Yeah, perfect. It's going in a mug. Nice. I wish Clary had made this fucking mug big. Look, look how small this thing is. Mm. Or are your hands just big? Yeah, I mean. yeah. Well, man. you look like a big dude. Uh, you're what, 6'2", maybe? Yeah, I'm, I'm about 6'2". Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm big. I'm, I'm just six. <laughs> yeah, same That's here. Hard. I'm small for a Dutch guy. I mean, yeah, yeah I know the Dutch are. Aren't they like the tallest in the world? The Dutch are the tallest in the world. I yeah, am a disgrace in my race. That's something <laughs> that, uh, I found out too. Uh, talking to my mom because my mom's Irish, and mm. uh, she uh, she's like second or third generation Irish, and she and I always thought like Irish people were really fucking short because of movies in Hollywood. She's like, no, Irish people are really tall. Generally. The guys are pretty fucking tall. The guys are tall and kind of like lanky. Mm-hmm. And the, the women are like, they're pretty in their youth, but they turn into ditch pigs. Pretty oh, quick. man. I know one older Irish woman, and she she dried up well. She dried up well. Like, she gets confused for the older sister of her daughter. So, oh, wow. Yeah, she's got that going for her. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is like, uh, like, People think that Irish people are like half the population are redheads. They're not. Most, the vast majority of, of Irish people have have dark features, mm. dark, dark hair, dark eyes. And it's actually Scottish people that are more like redheaded and shit. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, we're getting back into the topic of last week: dark pigment, things like that. Solish. Black sheep. They're not like called soulish gingers. Yeah. Did yeah. you see what Bacon did? No, what do you, what do, you do now? Something. So we we were talking about Black Pete last week, and it, it still oh. gives me giggles. By the way, thinking about that, but what did Bacon do? He posted a picture of Black Pete on his Instagram. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like out of nowhere, oh, like did, Bacon, yeah. you insane motherfucker! <laughs> like that guy, man, he really doesn't care about anything, does he? Just nah, he doesn't give a fuck, man. I know him in person. Just complete instant. Complete random Instagram post of Black Pete. And I'm like, you're an American, right? Like, this is dangerous ground to tread on. Oh, he's black himself, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's nonstop gray. It did get dark in here for a minute. I had to turn my light up a little bit. Right? Yeah. No, um, he means he means the uh, topic. No, well, I'm it. Got, <laughs> it got dark in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nonstop gray, the six foot five, darkish caramel colored. Man who gets all the girls. Woo. He is Clary's informant of how to get the girls. How do I get the girls? Man, I had a date this past week and it was horrible. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> Why? it was absolutely horrible. So I was walking outside as I tend to do in my breaks, and there was this girl sitting inside her y- or sitting outside in her yard. And she looked at me, she waited, and I was like, Oh, wow, we really have a friendly one. So I walked over, talked to her a bit, got her number, had a date the same night. Turns out she was an evangelical. Like, oh, God, no. Like, do you guys have experience with evangelicals? Yeah, they fuck like crazy. I don't, I don't care about the <laughs> fucking views. Uh, no, no, evangelical is a whole different is a whole different what do you say whole different topic they they've got something going on like a majority of them just had shit happen to them but mm. all of a sudden it's like no i found the love of god so everything is okay it, like evangelicals are the 
are the that's the sun hat goddess yeah maybe it's different in mexico <laughs> i mean that's the epiphany literally of sun hat goddesses mm. evangelicals it's like well, yeah i, I got I know like Latina girls because we got a lot of those running around here in Texas and they they're staunch Catholics like when they're oh, yeah. family. But when they you get them away from their family though, they don't act like that. Nope. No, <laughs> no, I can't imagine. No, but but this one, this one, by God, man, still all up in Jesus and things like that. Luckily, I am aware enough, and I was like, yeah, that's not gonna happen with me. Like, I find you attractive, I want to act on that, and if you're like, no, I'm up all in God's uh, favor, yeah, well, this is not going to work. Yeah, last time, last Latina I dated, dude, I, I gained like 20 pounds. No uh, joke, man. She fucking, <laughs> yeah. she would feed me flan, like homemade flan all fucking day, dude, and I was like, I was eating it up, too. I was just like, it's so good. Really? I'm just like, God, I'm like. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm that's a, I'm that's a, they can, they can, so that's a Latina thing. Uh, usually, yeah. I mean, they they can cook sometimes, man. And they yeah. Well, my ex, like half Brazilian, used to make me food all the time. Buy me chocolate, whatever. Like you, you like chocolate, right? Here, I'm like, stop doing that. Like, but, but I, I love girls in general, they they like to feed their man. They like mm -hmm. to feed their guy. You know, they make sure um, he's well fed. That oh, is well that fed. is the truth. This almost the truth. well fed. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost like a symbiotic relationship. If you keep them fed with meat, they'll keep you fed with whatever they cook. <laughs> yeah, well, well, partly one of the reasons I gained a few pounds, you know, during the last two months is because of that. I'm complaining. <laughs> you need to be strict with that, man. Like, I had to look my girl in the eyes and tell her, honey, I am on a diet plan. I appreciate you buying me the chocolate and things like that. But I can't. And then she just looks at you like, don't you appreciate me? Like, honey, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> it's a little bit worse, with, though, with Latino girls because they, they cook stuff. Like, they, you know, they make food. And it's it's like, and they make desserts on top of it, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Like They're that. good at it. Oh, man, she hated it when I was standing in the kitchen. She was like, you're not going to take my job. <laughs> <laughs> That's just amazing. Isn't Seriously. that refreshing, though? Oh man, it's yeah. I'm and I keep saying this. Like this was my last LTR, and to be honest, it was the best. Like Clary asked me, like, how many girls would you consider marriage material? There's only one, and it was that one. But even that one had her issues because of her family. Mm, or like yeah. because, and I had this discussion with the evangelical girl. She was very direct in things because, of course, her past was unique. Mm. And I mentioned to her, well. A girl's family is important to me as well because I already went through hell and I'm not inviting it back into my life. And she couldn't understand that. Like, yeah, but you need to learn to forgive. And I'm like, no, I'm no you, don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't need to learn to forgive. You, you need to learn to be rational <laughs> and be objective. That's what I hate about it. Now I know. Like with evangelicals, it's always all rationality goes out the window because, well, God. I'm like, no, no, that doesn't work like that. Oh, you're just carrying hate around. No, I'm not. <laughs> I learned from the past and now I'm acting on it. Yes, I am carrying hate around. So what? <laughs> drives me. Hates <laughs> me. Ah. I can see Jay Cutter said he said uh, you have to teach you have to teach them not to feed you when you're cutting. I kind of agree with that. You got to teach them. I mean, they have to be supporting you if you're doing something like that. Yeah. If, I mean, if if they if they give a shit, they're going to do meal prep and stuff for you. Mm -hmm. And then also, too, but if they're not, I mean, it's just like you have to have the self discipline just to say fuck no, no yeah. way. You yeah. have to look that cute Latina in the eye and say and no. You have to say not today, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> No, I had the same problem with uh, my my most recent LTR. Uh, she, but she was Filipina. But same issue, and I had to I had to be really firm when I was cutting. Like, hey, listen, I appreciate this, but you really have to stop. You know, just <laughs> do you want don't you like my food, Atham? Don't you like it? Don't you like it when I'm cut? <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you eat, Papi? 
They, I mean, Latino girls, they really don't care. I mean, just as long as, like, you can toss them around and shit, that's what they like. They like oh, yeah. being handled. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I used to carry her upstairs. She used to love that. I could shoulder press her. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be, like, fucking, you don't have to have a fucking Mr. Six-Pack and shit, dude. As long as you can, you're, if you have enough strength to just fucking pick them up and manhandle them, throw them around a little bit. I had both. So, because they, they want to feel secure, though, that's the only thing they want to be. They they like to be physically dominated. It's just not Latina girls; it's girls in general. Yeah, that that's pretty much true. I mean, why do we tell guys to go to the gym? Well, first of all, dopamine and things like that. But I mean, <laughs> girl, oh, have you guys seen Spartacus? Which one? The like series, the, the, the new series. Spartacus. I have not. Okay, because the old series with the with the on. Uh, I've seen the. Old, is there a new series now? Yeah, from two thousand. Let's see, because there's oh, a there's yeah. a very interesting scene in there. Uh, TV series two thousand ten to two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Is it the one with the girl who used to play War, uh, Xena Warrior Princess in it? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah. Dude, I had such a hard on for that broad when I was younger. Holy oh man, her tits are all are all over the place in that show. Oh, I know. And she, yeah, she's. I think she was a middle aged woman by then too. Like she was. Yeah, but she still looks good. Oh yeah, and she, uh, and is she from? It's not Australia. It's that other fucking country, the Kiwis. Yeah, New uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia, Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, she, she's from New Zealand. I think uh, uh, a lot of the uh, the. Xena Warrior Princess was shot in New Zealand. I was I watched that stuff when I was younger. When I was like a teenager, I'm like, dude, I need to go to fucking New Zealand. They they grow these broads big. <laughs> no, but there's a very interesting scene in there. So it's about gladiators and how gladiators are trained and things like that, and the Roman elites. But there's such a good scene in there because you have the Roman elites who are all pudgy and bold and weak little men, and they have their hot wives, and then they showcase the gladiators. And then you have all their women who are married to the Roman elite, like touching these gladiators and being all in awe with them. And then you, there's a scene with this woman like looking at one, like, he's so brutish. He looks like an animal. And then the women look at each other. I wonder how he fucks. And I'm like, oh my god, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And it's it's such a cool moment where it's being proven right because you look at all these pudgy guys and you're like, how does this work? Like, this is never gonna go well, is well, it? You have, to, you have to understand. You have to understand back then, like marriages, marriages happened out of out of politics. Yeah. So like more people they they didn't they didn't marry for love and shit like that and no. shit we talk about today. They married for for power, for politics. Didn't uh, did Sterling Cooper tweet about that? Like treat me like a princess, so I married her off to a count in France. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, cuz I mean back during those times like women were I mean they were mainly just pawns to be yeah. married off for good old days. Good yeah, physical gain and stuff like that, and, and to secure power within families and stuff. Mm. It was very, it was just very, it was a very pragmatic thing. Yeah. Uh, process and uh, and it's, even even those counts, even the uh, you know, like their husbands and stuff, they were banging the uh the, the uh servant girls and stuff all the time. They yeah. had they had concubines and shit. It was one giant orgy, but even in the series, it's like all these women. <clears throat> have um affairs with the gladiators it's just so oh, insane like you see their pudgy husbands and you're like oh my god this is such a good representation of alpha fox beta box yeah that's what i was thinking even back then <laughs> yeah but i mean i see that on the streets as well i see these girls walking with these manlets and i'm like how does this work but i think i need to go out more at night where the real shit happens because i think they leave their husbands or boyfriends at home when they go out, they have to. And apparently, all the nightclubs are open where I'm at. So maybe I'll go out next week because I have a deload week next week, which is good. Squat day is tomorrow. Squat day is Sunday. So going out on a Saturday is horrible for squat day. Mm, good luck. Yeah, I mean rookie numbers compared to bull rush, but 
yeah, it's a man. It doesn't matter, man. If you, you work out, it's a workout, though. If you if you, oh, if you can yeah. if you if you're crawling if on leg day, if you're barely walking out of the gym, you did the right thing. Get drive. Yeah, you <laughs> like fucking crutches or something. Oh, <laughs> it's not that bad, but it is. I do. Uh, you know, Stan Efferding. Yeah. Oh man, Stan Efferding is a great guy, and I got this from Drew Bay as well. They had overlapping principles about the max effort set. Right. So Drew told me that you probably only need one set if you do it right. And then I looked up the max effort set, and apparently Dorian Yates, old school bodybuilder in the 80s and 90s, something like that, he used to do one set as well, but it was a max effort set. So this is like 400 pounds on squat for 20 reps. One question. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with uh, rep to failure, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you rep to failure. Max effort is more um, as long as you can keep form, and rep to failure really. Rep, rep to failure is just like really fast. It's just like how many how many can you do as fast as you can? So, so when you do what what you say you you do, uh, you leave like one or two in the tank. No, no, not necessarily, but you go as far as your body would let you with proper form. Okay. And max effort, you see that, or um, rap as many reps as possible, that's a lot you see in CrossFit, and that, that's when you get the horrible forms. Right. Uh, and that's what, that's what leads to, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of injuries. Uh, injuries and stuff. Yeah. See, like, with Drew's stuff, it's, it's like you cut the weight. You basically cut the weight in half or even less. Mm-hmm. And you do you do very slow counts, yeah. Your reps, yeah. Well, Dorian Yates and Stan Efferding do normal weights and normal speed, but the same principle holds with proper form, and until you can't anymore with proper form, right? And I applied that to my squat workout now as well. So now I'm tomorrow it's 112 kilos and i'm aiming for 12 reps and, and the thing well the thing with uh like with drew drew's workout uh regimen it's like it's a lot of it is, it's heavily focused on 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 uh technique yeah and that's is- actually the hardest thing you're gonna have to learn that's for, that's the hardest thing i had to learn was just to a slow the fuck down and then uh proper form i basically had to like really reassess and become very aware every single rep yeah what i was doing i see that with my clients as well they want to rush the set i'm like don't do that that's when it goes wrong yeah you yeah especially like if you're especially when you start getting tired and stuff that's when it that's when it starts to really work on your mind you have to be very uh mentally resilient is whenever you get towards the end like you know your your body your muscle group is getting tired but you want it there's something in your brain and it's i even still do this it just wants you to get that one that to get that bar up at the end but in order to do it you have to break your you have to break your uh uh, form form to do it and it's very that's that's the hardest part for me at least for a while is and i i still do it sometimes i catch myself doing it not as much anymore but it it really works like i'll put it to you this way after doing drew's regimen i i was i was physically tired but i was mentally drained as well like, yeah, that's whenever I left, I'm just like, dude, I don't want to think about shit for the rest of the day. Like math, don't even ask me to do math. Fuck you. No, 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 no. no. Uh, words are hard, and uh, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> but yeah, his his regimen is really it's mentally draining too. Yeah, it's- it is because you go so slow. I mean, you do about ten seconds for the um. <sighs> Sorry, <clears throat> stretching. <clears throat> there for the concentric movement alone <clears throat> well he uh i was talking to him he he had a good idea i, I downloaded a metronome app on my phone mm-hmm. and that's what i use to time myself and that was a that was a really good idea with uh from him because it's hard because like when you get tired your brain wants to your you know your brain stops working yeah <laughs> you can uh like when you're lifting and you're getting tired and depleted like your brain like i said you, you stop focusing on strict movements and stuff like that and the timing and stuff to it really you just want to get it done with so the metronome is a really good reminder you know i have it on my phone i just put my earplugs in i just i let that keep time for, for me 
so I don't have, that's like one less thing I have to worry about. So then I can focus on my, on my form factor and stuff on my lift. Mm -hmm. What are your numbers actually? On what? Well, they're, they're kind yeah. of abysmal right now. So, uh, I can do 225 six times. On uh, bench? What? On bench? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I can't can even do it once. I can still do sake. that. Uh, I used to do. I, mean, I used to warm up at two twenty. I actually, I used to warm up at two seventy five way back in the day. <laughs> nice. Two twenty five. That's about a hundred kilos. A little bit. Yeah, more. that's about a hundred kilos. Like I could do ninety five kilos, which is about two fifteen pounds on bench. But that last ten pounds, man, it's like, come on, come on, people, give it to me. It's like two hundred ten pounds. Yeah. That's insane. It like, doesn't it matter. Just... I mean, it's it's a lot. Of, a lot of it too is just like if you get a good workout and stuff. Mm. Like I don't care about numbers anymore. Right. You shouldn't. I don't think you should. Anyway. I don't think you. I don't think it should just. It's like Drew says. Like the numbers are just numbers. It's 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 a factor of resistance. You know. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong about that. But two two twenty five bench is just cool. You know, that's like big dick energy right there. Like I can bench two twenty five. Like f you. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's, the one number, man. <laughs> it's good for it's good for looks and stuff like that. I'm just I'm I'm kind of over it because I'm an old guy, dude. I've been lifting a long time. Now I've got back issues. I've got lower back issues too. So I, yes. I got I got to protect I got to protect that area as well. So I'm mean, like, you're I, never gonna you're never you're never gonna see me squat pressing six twenty. Like, no, like I'm never gonna do it. No, you're never gonna see me leg pressing like fifteen hundred pounds. Fuck that shit. Oh, I can't do it. check this out, Jack. Ah, the raccoon mug. I have that as well. Oh, there's another one. There's a new one. Nice. She will bite you in the ass. Nice. Ah, <laughs> no, she's a beauty. She's trash. Ah, <laughs> uh, my, my main plate got me this one. Oh yeah. Now, how many plates you up to, man? We like uh, five or six. No, down to two. It was three. Oh, you had to cut some, huh? Yeah, they fall off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got back to Bumble. And it's still abysmal. I'm like, by God, people, come on! I haven't, I haven't been on. I just like last year, like last uh, November, I took that dive into uh, online dating for like a month or so. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, in my area though, it's like God. The women are just fucking. The women on those apps are just. Yeah, you know, but I. Bad, the problem is. And they're always like they're always wanting to they're, they're like wanting to go and like smoke weed. I'm like I don't do drugs, man. No, no, I'm not into that shit. I don't even drink that much anymore. I just want to go chill and have a good time. That was the hypocritical thing about that evangelical girl as well. Like still spot plot smoking. I'm like, oh really? Oh really? I mean, it, it, it's it's not a big deal to me. It's like everyone's got their thing, but it's just not something I I do. No, and I mean. Every right. time I say it in videos that I don't like pot smokers, I get the down votes. I'm like, come on, you're proving my point. I just don't like him. Like, I grew up with a couple of them. And the thing is, like, just from my experience, girls that smoke weed a lot, they're not that good in bed, dude. They just, they just kind of lay there and they're not, not all, but that's what Oh, man, that can ruin such a good thing. Like, the, the one girl with the best body I can remember, Starfish. Absolute starfish. Oh, no. oh my god. No, that was the girl who had the size four waist, as in the real small waist. I don't know what the American sizes are, but in European it's like thirty-four. That means like this. And the fucking small, dude. Yeah, well uh, I don't know the sizes in America. But small waist and a C cup, which looked way bigger Ooh. because she had such a small waist, flat stomach, almost ab like absolute starfish i'm like can i have that with a side of daddy issues please that would be great thank you but as clary would say not on the menu not no, on the, menu. The, the rpg principle you know you just have enough points man yeah, yeah man you put a lot of points in, in intelligence and wisdom you don't have enough points for but, strength yeah but i got over the red flag thing like red flags to me these days are just green lights they are. And I'm serious about that. Like, I think, I think uh, there's a guy on on Twitter. I think earlier today, uh, Yellow P Way or some shit like that, and he was like, he had like a little mini list of girls, a type of girls to avoid dating, and so it's like uh, fucking nurses and you know, 
it's about five or six of them. I'm just like, no, you're wrong. Actually, number one and number five are, are really good in bed. Yeah, uh, date them all. I've dated, I've dated a lot of nurses. Those, those bitches. Now you don't marry these broads. But you can <laughs> marry no broad. That's what I was gonna say. Depends what you want to do. I mean, you can stick your dick in crazy. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, but do you it. Marry her. You know how to. You need to know how to handle it. You need to know what crazy is. You need. This yeah. Well, you can you can stick your dick in crazy, but you have to have your boundaries and you have to have be ready to enforce them. Yeah, but the main reason people say don't stick your dick in crazy is because a lot of guys don't know what crazy is and they'll right. get burned. But like guys like us know what crazy is, and we're like, oh, nice. Level crazy that everyone can, that every every guy can can deal with. My mine is pretty much stabby crazy. I, I draw the line. I think most guys will too anyway. Uh, but stabby crazy. That's 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 my line. It's probably yeah. it's probably gotten. And my line's probably gotten even further away from that because there's a lot of shit. Just because I'm older, I don't want to deal with the shit anymore. You know. I don't know. I kind of like him a lot crazier than normal. I, I, I did too much when I was your age. Yeah, I didn't care when I was your age. I mean, I hate the prudish girls who who keep the facade up of no, I'm looking for this and I'm not like that bitch. Everybody's like that. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't play. Me. I don't play this much. game anymore. Like, yeah, and you're. I mean, when you get more, as you get more experience with girls, they're they're full of shit. Mm -hmm. They're so full. Of, they're, I mean, they're very full of shit. Oh man, you hear them talk, and it just goes like, "I've heard this one, I've heard that one, I know what this means, I know what that means." Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're they're. I mean, it's man, it's so much like you know how like on the dating apps, they if you read their their profiles and stuff, their narrative on a profile, it's it's like cookie cutter bullshit. Oh, it all is, but it, they they keep. They but keep thinking they're special. You're yeah, not. It's the same thing whenever we're talking to you, though. But if you know a lot of guys, if you don't have experience talking to a lot of different girls, you don't have to fucking you don't have to fuck them all. But you can if you're sleep if you're around them, and and going out with them, talking to them and stuff like that. You know, you start to see patterns and stuff within their, right. within their making mouth sounds and stuff. They <laughs> say Dre. They say she's different. <laughs> she's different. Yeah, she's she. Uh, what is it, Naywalt? Oh my god. No. Okay, to a certain degree, and okay. I, I mean, I don't even know why we're explaining this, but yes, all women are like that. It's the degree of how much. Like, well, all women are hypergamous, but you know, are the they more impact on it? The thing about it is, though, we still need to be, you know, it's a good thing to remind people, guys, every once in a while. You know, mm -hmm. it's nothing bad to, it's just reinforcement. You know, you just go back and hit on the Hit on some of the basic subjects again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hold on. Fusion between dark magician and red eyes. Uh, yeah. red eyes black. Do they have a red eyes black dragon? Yeah, they have that. I have that right here, by the way. Really? This yeah. is the Yu-Gi-Oh shit. It. Yeah, it's the Yu-Gi-Oh shit. Do I know that? Where is it? Here it is. Yeah. In the mage. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty neat, huh? There it is. Damn. Here I am showing my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Peak masculinity yeah. by Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, guys are. Every guy's got a nerd thing that they have. You know? Dude, they're they're way more fun than women. I posted that on Twitter, and Rolo retweeted it. Thank the gods. Where I asked, and it was an open question: Why should I take responsibility? for getting a family and save the west and the the most used answer was because it's god's will and i'm like guys i don't have god as a substitute for my moral compass i don't so so what's next like if you can't give me another answer than god we're not having this discussion then i'm just gonna buy my legos play my generally the thing is if it's not god then they just start shaming you and calling you like a call you your name. Your name, name card and say you're not a you're not a man you're you know you're like a cuck and shit you're not uh, a real man <laughs> you know you know i i don't know like i can understand it from the from the fucking females oh, dark paladin yeah dre said was his favorite the dark paladin yeah what, didn't they have like a mage like a like a dark mage or something like that dark magician yeah this dark this magician. is the fusion between uh dark magician and buster blader did I get a fallen paladin? Yeah, kind of like that. No, he's yeah. pretty neat. Like his effect is great. 
especially against the blue eyes white dragon deck man this is a powerhouse how does it go again death knight uh, oh yeah this one gets 500 attack points with each dragon type monster on the field and in either player's graveyard so yeah i mean you need so let's say you're battling a blue eyes ultimate dragon this powerhouse already gets 1500 attack points damn with it and on the field so there's a blue eyes ultimate on the field then this powerhouse has 4900 attack points so yeah you, you probably win already so dark paladin is a pretty good card samuel tuck is jack napier your real name yes <laughs> it is i saw his birth certificate yeah Dark Paladin is one of the few Yu-Gi-Oh cards I've kept. Yeah, you should non-stop Dre. Here we are again, peak masculinity, talking about. You no, know, I didn't. I didn't know that there was an actual like card sets out there. Yeah, because when uh, because I had younger brothers that like watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and I had to share TV time with those fuckers. So that's the only reason I know about this stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I thought it was just a, uh, a cartoon series for the longest time. Until I think I was on the internet somewhere, I saw saw like actual cards. I'm like, oh, this is like an actual game. Yeah, like most cartoons, they're advertisement. Like Transformers, that Transformers, show only existed. GI Joe, you know, I wanted the, I always wanted the GI Joe, the, uh, the, uh, the APC with the tank, the, like the tank APC and stuff like that. Oh, nice toys back in the good old days, back when mm. the Tonka trucks were made of metal. Mm. Yeah, the good old days. Did you know that strongman used to get as a as a trophy a Tonka truck, a that metal one. silver Tonka truck? That's yeah, I was. Truck. Like, do you guys know Alan Thrall, the YouTuber, Train Train Untamed? Oh, dude, I had one of these trucks when I was a kid. Nice. A steel Tonka truck. Nice. No, but like Alan Thrall is a amateur power uh, amateur strongman YouTuber. Great channel, by the way. Very, uh, very down to earth. But he made a video about why strongman is so popular these days, and he made a comparison with the old strongman. Like you used to just get a silver Tonka truck trophy, and now you just get thousands of dollars in sponsorships and opportunities, and it's pretty insane. Well, it's the thing about it is too with strongman. It's just, it's it's just the the ultimate show of of physical force. Yeah. And 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 strength. That's well beyond the confines of what the average man should should perform at. You know, it's like you got your bodybuilders, and yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's cool and everything. I don't I don't I don't shit on them, but I mean that shit's for show. You know. Mm -hmm. show is except for except when you're ronnie coleman you can squat 800 pounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah ronnie cole i'm not saying body uh, bodybuilders aren't strong they they're fucking strong but but and ronnie coleman's a fucking he, he's unnatural okay he's, he's just he's like <laughs> no shit <laughs> old natty bro he's a, genetic, he's a genetic outlier of the highest order so but <laughs> that too that too <clears throat> i mean by god man but now they're gonna have a boxing match between eddie hall and hafter bjornsson and, oh my god yeah because hafter bjornsson was talking shit about eddie hall and the 500 kilo deadlift mm -hmm. and he kept saying that eddie hall cheated in 2017 and then they had to bring back the footage and it turned out eddie wasn't cheating and hafter was just being a big bad pussy no, he wasn't, dude. Thor was just—he was just pissed off, man. I mean, Thor is a bit of a—I mean, I—it's a shame they didn't go into that with that Rule Zero episode where Rivolini made the pictures of Haftor with the green line, because it turns out Haftor pretty much is actually kind of a gamma. Like, really. Yeah, he really is. Like his his attitude towards everything, he really is a big crybaby. Like when things don't go his way at a competition, he immediately he he gets sand in his vagina. Mm. And okay, here I am. Like how how much do I weigh? Like one thirty five or something like that. You can tell by a fucking picture though about that. No, no, no. I mean you're right about that. But when you look at his behavior, like when Eddie Hall won. 
he couldn't leave that alone for a year. Like right. Hofdor kept going on that Eddie Holt like, cheated and boo boo boo. That's like post hoc rationalization, though. You know. Yeah. Hoc rationalization and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, Conk, he is way shorter. He's way shorter. Do what? Yeah, his girlfriend's like five foot four, man. Yeah, something like that. But now they're gonna have a boxing match because, well, egos and stuff. But it's insane when you look at the training videos of Eddie Hall. He is so much faster. And so much more skilled in boxing because he did it in his youth. And Haftor has no experience at all in boxing. It just goes like, muh, muh, muh. Yeah, but <laughs> he is yeah, a punch from a punch from from that guy though. You're kind of fucking done. Yeah, if he can hit you, <laughs> if he can yeah. land it, right? <laughs> yeah, big doesn't mean yeah. Being big guy doesn't mean you can land a good punch. True. Uh, but he, but the thing though is, I think he's like six foot ten or something. So. If he does hit you, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not a well-delivered shot. It's still gonna. There's a lot of. There's a lot of weight behind that punch. With with all said and done, by the way, I mean, I'm here weighing a buck, thirty-five, whatever. Yes, I do commend Thor for his strength. So don't get me wrong. I cannot beat him in a fight or whatever. I'm just calling out his behavior in certain ways before I get the chat all riled up. Like, he can kick your ass. Yes, I know. But he remains a bit of a bitch sometimes when it comes to his behavior. I, I mean, it's be still, it's still, there's nothing wrong with criticizing someone and still having respect for them. Yeah. They're, they're, it, one does not mean the other. You know, mm. one does not equal the other. You can still I mean, be critical. I, I cannot deadlift 500 kilos for the life of me. 501 he did. He did 501. It's amazing. I mean, it almost killed Eddie. And Haftor did it like with a small amount of effort. It looked easy for him. Uh huh. He could have easily done five ten, I think, easily. Yeah, they eleven hundred pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I squatted. Most I ever squatted was six twenty when I was in high school, oh. and that and uh, six twenty eight kilos or pounds. Pounds. Okay, but well, still, that's respectable. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I I I got the uh the, I got the school record for it and held it for about like three years. So I had I had the highest uh squat press for three years at my high school, and then but just going back up and after re racking it after I made that lift, it was like I was I was like I was telling Jack I was just sick to my stomach and like I was dizzy, all mm. the blood left my brain and. I felt like I was gonna pass out. Mm -hmm. I wasn't good for the rest of the day. Put it that way. That was my life. Oh man, I can imagine. Like a a real one rep max will break you. Yeah. And will uh, just. Guys, I I gotta go. Hmm? <laughs> I gotta go now. Okay. Well, see you well, soon, Atham. All right. Take care, guys. Good talking yeah, to take you. Take care. <laughs> Goddamn. Have fun. I think his he's plate, gonna. His plate yeah. knocking on the door and shit. Nah, his plate won't let him. Mexican chick, Puerto Rican, whatever. No, but I mean, the great thing with lifting, it brings so many people together, if you know what I mean. Like, you know those old super training videos with Mark Bell, things like that? I told you about that, right? Yeah. Just group of 10 guys with two bench presses having <laughs> – here he is. <laughs> having the best time of their lives is just insane. Hey, Marty's back. There he is. Sup, Marty? Marty in sales. You know, yeah, you, you were not wrong about the numbers. Oh, blood made it back to my head. Well, at least it's in the lower one. You know, that's what counts. Now, All that makes it to the to, to the lower one. No, but you you were not wrong about the whole numbers thing, though. Because did I tell you that about the whole squat thing? Yeah. Yeah, like you want to squat 140 kilos, and you're like, okay, but what happens after that? Like you, didn't, like you have to keep going. Like strength training should be a habit in and of itself, not necessarily a goal. There, like, but the thing is, there there becomes a, a line of of diminishing returns. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. When when you get to a certain level that you want to get to, have have that level set, and then just maintain. You know, you can maintain. Yeah, and and be fine with that. Uh, you don't you don't have to be the strongest. 
here's the problem with that. And it's like something my dad always says, like just just when you think you're the baddest motherfucker out there, there's gonna there's gonna be someone coming along that's gonna prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just a dick measuring contest after a while. You know, it is. It is. And then you have to ask yourself, like, how much value do you hold against dick measuring right. contests? Right. And it's and the thing is, it's like the the, the power curve versus versus gain curve. It, it just be after a while they they meet mm-hmm. to the point that it just it, doing any more work will just get you it, you can you can work and work and work for like that guy, he, he did it for like five years and he gained three three pounds on his on his max lift. Mm-hmm. Five years of just running his body through the shitter, through the grinder. Mm-hmm. For three. His body is maxed out basically. He's maxed out. Like physically, genetically, he's maxed out. And uh, you know, all, to me, all that work that he did just it to to me it seems like it, it had more of a deleterious effect long term than it did in the short it's like look how much you know look how much damage you put your body through mm-hmm. how much stress you put your joints through yeah for an extra three pounds is it worth it that's what you got to start asking yourself yeah i mean again with ronnie colvin as well i mean he won mr olympia eight times but he can't play with his kids anymore yeah his kids are pretty young and okay he will always be remembered as Mr. Olympia eight times, but I mean, not being able to play with your kids. I don't know. There's I would have settled with four times Mr. Olympia and still being able. Well, it's just, that's the thing though. It's like, there's trade-offs to everything, you know? Yeah, even, I mean, even to this stuff, like even to the whole red pill praxology, like how much do you want to know? Because a friend of mine told me this actually, like Watson told me this. And he's been on the show a couple of times, and you heard the, the the coffee cast and things like that. But he even asked me this, or he warned me about this. Like, if you go too far in this, there will be a point of no return. And after that, you need to figure out what you're going to do. And I'm kind of at that point where it's like, okay, you hit the 30 by 30 girls, things like that. What have you learned? What have you experienced? And how do you think about it right now? Well, marriage will never be on the table for me ever again. It, it just won't. Having kids is now the biggest question I have to ask myself because the whole schooling system and the way things are going. I mean, I think I'm going to see universal basic income in my lifetime. I think I will. What, in your country or? Just globally. I mean, after Trump, there's going to be a Democrat and then everything's going to shit. Yeah. As soon as the United States falls to communism, I mean... That is going to be one hell of a ride. That is going to be one hell of a ride. Right. I don't know how you think about that, but I mean, I keep up a bit with the American news, and it doesn't look good. I just, I kind of don't care. I'm, I'm outcome independent as far as that shit goes. Oh yeah, that's the best way to, to be at that point. So I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty self sufficient. So if society breaks down i mean i can, I can just anti-fragile it's gonna suck i mean it's gonna be uncomfortable that's why i tell people like you want to you want to you want a fucking civil war man it's like if society collapses a lot of you motherfuckers are not gonna like it mm-hmm. a lot of you're not gonna survive i don't know if i would survive you know you can be well prepared but anything can happen and uh you know it's just it's just gonna be a really uncomfortable time for people it's uh, the type of uncomfortable that most people aren't used to, you know? Yeah. Because I keep wondering, people keep saying like society will collapse, but will it be an actual collapse or it just, in it'll, the be back happening? It, it'll be more of like a contraction. Uh, yeah. yeah or, contraction. I mean, like the Soviet union, when that fell, it was more like a change of government more than anything else. Yeah, okay, the Berlin Wall was a thing, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, we we really haven't had this kind of fuckery going on inside our country recently, so... 
Not true. And the thing is, it's like it's, it's mainly a bunch of young kids though that are yeah shit, and they just want to burn shit down, you know. And most of your boomers, they just want to make sure that their social security checks come in, mm, which is pretty but, insane. But there's there's going to be a reckoning to it all here within the next few decades. To what degree, I don't know. Yeah, but it's kind of like like history never repeats itself, but it does rhyme. Like you guys had these riots and things like that in the sixties and seventies as well. Yeah, sixties from what I heard, sixties and seventies were, were way worse. Mm -hmm. And we had them too, and everybody thought society would collapse back then too. Well, Just, and also too, there's the with the advent advent of social media and stuff nowadays, and the, the speed at which uh, information travels, mm -hmm. both good and bad. And the bad travels faster than, than the good, and a lot of people, it it can really it can really have an adverse effect on your perspective, to the point like, you know. You have to understand these are a handful of major cities that are out of out of a lot out of dozens of cities that are having these issues you know like i i go i go outside my you know outside my uh, neighborhood and stuff this shit is not happening no and it's not happening for a wide swath of a lot of people you know and i'm i'm like 30 minutes away from houston so it's not we don't have that shit going on around here if we do, it's in very small pockets, but we don't have Houston's not burning, and you have to understand it's the fourth major, it's the fourth largest uh, city in the in the country, as far as population. There's like four million people living inside the Houston in the Houston uh, area, and it's not burning, you know. And people ain't setting shit on fire. If they are. They're getting thrown in jail. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is overblown on social media. A mm -hmm. lot of it. Which makes it looks look worse than it is. Right. It, it fucks up people's perspective. It makes people think that the whole world is burnt or the whole country is burning when it's really not. Oh, you know? because it's only in a couple of states, right? Not even, just a couple of cities. Yeah, it's just a handful of cities. It's not even full states. It's just, just major cities that are burning. And they're liberal cities at that because they're, you know, they're, they're, they have shit leadership. Mm -hmm. you know? All Democrats. Yep. What a coincidence. Yeah. What a coincidence. And then, I can't remember. I think I said this to Sterling Cooper when I was on a dude party, where I just openly asked, like, are the Americans, and no disrespect, but are the Americans this stupid that I don't see what's going on with the whole, uh, what's her name, Kamala Harris thing and Biden and with Kavanaugh, what happened, and now that Trump wants to appoint a new Supreme Court justice, where it's like, oh, we want to impeach him or whatever. And I, I keep think thinking, there are actually people who vote for, like, girls like AOC and things like that? There are people like that? You don't see this? Well, a lot of that is also, uh, like, with AOC, it's the cult of personality with her. Mm -hmm. You have that. And then... Uh, then there's also a factor of people not really paying attention whenever they go vote. They just, they've always been a, a, you know, straight ticket Democrat or straight ticket Republican. That's the way it's always been inside their family. That's the way they've always voted. They're just not very self-aware of what's going on. I think the, the, this past year though, I think it's opened a lot of people's eyes, but before this year, it's just the way a lot of people were. They're just like, well, I grew up in a Democrat family. We always voted Democrat, and that's what I—that's what I vote. Mm -hmm. They never really—they never really looked and saw like, you know, they don't like. Does this does this party still, you know, meet my my principles and stuff? People mm -hmm. want to vote based off of based off of uh, politics. You know, politics. They should be voting based off their principles. Yeah. And have their own principles and, and whichever whichever side matches up best with theirs that's what they should vote for mm -hmm. you know so yeah. they, don't, they don't vote on principles they vote by party i don't understand that shit. no and i think that a lot of democrat voters like the the base democrat voters are more like no we want to help the little guy that's what they're coming from like they're not even like that anymore though they used to be Democrats used to be the, the vote for the blue collar little guy, the unions and stuff like that. But now they're 
it's almost like it's almost like the the party planks have switched. And because uh, I remember growing up like the eighties and nineties, the Republicans were always like they were always the you know the oligarch you know the oligarchy and stuff like that, big business and stuff like that, taking kickbacks and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, sticking it to the little guy. But now that's 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 reversed. You know, over the past thirty years or so, mm-hmm. now the you got the Democrats that are that are courting big business and stuff like that, and and you know, uh, in, uh, over in San Francisco and stuff, and Google and Facebook, they're courting those guys. You know, they're getting support from those guys from the huge. And it's funny because like these are not just big businesses; these are the businesses. They have they have more power than 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 some governments do. I can imagine, like, at a certain point, you become a hate, I guess. Mm-hmm. You start to hate them? You don't know. You become what you hate. Oh, yeah. yeah. At a certain point, you just become so big that, I mean, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I have to think about that. Like, oh, We'll get shut down again to the politics after election. <laughs> I mean... It just, it had all become so overblown. Even in the Netherlands, you can't even vote for a party normally anymore because it's about social issues. Like in the uh, the second chamber, as they call it here, they are now just debating for views to make YouTube videos and get clicks. I'm like, come on. Well, so a lot of, a lot of that stuff, and like, uh, whenever you have Congress people do, you know, when they're in the chamber and stuff, they're they're up there giving their speech. A lot of that is just for show too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not, and a lot of time, a lot of it, they'll be in there by themselves. Like no one will be in there. Like if you ever watch C-SPAN or C-SPAN too, there, there's no seat. There's no asses in the seats. Most of the time with these guys, just everyone else happen. is actually doing stuff. They just come in there and give their speech and then fuck off. Uh, well, and the, what was I going to say too? Uh, I don't know. Fuck them. Hmm. No, but it's mostly just a camera. By the way, did you see that? Speaking of empty seats and empty chambers, there was the guy who um, who called out girls on Instagram in uh, private jets. Apparently, it's all just a studio. It's like, of course it is. Of course it is. This is why I don't use Instagram, or except for memes. It's like all these pictures you see of people flaunting their wealth on instagram it's mostly yeah. just filters and hired and uh, it's like facebook with soccer moms they're like look how great my kid is but in the background they down two boxes of, of wine a night oh god it's so horrible it's, it's, just, it's just it's just cope and mainly just a lot of cope yeah <laughs> and it's um, well uh, what i was gonna say was like you're like with your governor talking about social issues and stuff, that's that's what a lot of people, a lot of Americans have have forgotten about here in this country is that we our our country was based off the individual, the rights mm-hmm. of the individual over the rights of the of the group. And it's like over the over the decades, people have forgotten about that. I think is a lot of it has to do with the uh, fucking putting women in politics mm-hmm. if i could pass a law tomorrow and have it stay like that I, w- I would pass a law saying that no woman would be allowed any sort of political office ever like they well, can vote but they can't have political office I, I wouldn't disagree with it i just want like we have forgotten the differences between sexes so much that we're not how do i put that yeah, that's the plan, though, bro. That's the plan. That they, that's what they've been trying to implement the whole time. Yeah, but the differences are so out in the open. They're so out in the open. Look at female politicians. Look at male politicians. It's like, it's, it's willful. It's willful ignorance. It's, it's cognitive dissonance, really. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. I mean, again, with the evangelical girl, like her cognitive dissonance was through the roof. I was like, she's like, yeah, I treat my body like a temple. Now I'm like, oh, like the Jake tattoo and the smoking blunts. She looked at me like, yeah, hey, stop so. saying that. I said it with a shit in grain, but I'm like, by right. God, you people don't right. even know how hypocritical you are. Yeah, and there's no point to there's no point to point it out to them unless you're just uh, unless you're just ribbing them about it, you're just giving them a little shit. But 
if you want to, I mean, that's that's the that's the extent I would take it. I just give them some shit about it. I I, I would joke about it. I wouldn't call them out. Hard. No, just laugh it off. Look like a fucking spur, you know. You're like a yeah, I mean, that makes it fun. You can you can call girls out on their bullshit with implementing game. And, and they know the their bullshit. Mastery. That's the thing, though. They know their bullshit. Like in the yeah. back of their little fucking hippocampus, they know they're like, yeah, they're kind of bullshit. But they don't they don't want to be. They don't want to be uh, called out on it. You know, no. they don't want to be embarrassed by it. I know. I'm gonna wrap this one up. All right. Gonna start my day soon. So, guys, remember to smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't, and share this with anyone who you think needs to hear this message. Also, you can now become a member. Nonstop Dre is a member. Where is he? Where is he? where where is he? Uh, Phil is a member, and Tempest is already a member. You can hit the button under this video becoming a member to support the channel there are other links in the description down below and go check bull rush his etsy store where he shares a couple of the greatest blades ever built lazarus razors link to that in the chat right now go check it out and we'll see you next week peace Later. or as rob would like to say meow <laughs>